What is happening? Back again after a long hiatus. This is a rare excursion for me into uh, podcast world. Finally got around to hitting the 25th episode of the Breaking Grips podcast. On today's episode, I sat down with a teammate of mine, a newly promoted black belt, Oshin McCabe, and we just had a little preview of an upcoming event, Grapple Kings 5, which is happening in just over a week in the Midlands here in Ireland. Uh, great card loaded with domestic and UK-based and international talent. Uh, there's a series of grappling events happening over the next while here in Ireland. So we got that one, we got uh, Outliers, which is also happening in the Midlands in late March, I think. And then we also have uh, the second installment of the Samurai Invitational. Anyone who was at the first installment a little while back will be eagerly uh, awaiting the next, uh, the next edition. So... Next week's card is pretty stacked. It's on in uh, Port Leash, I think about nine, ten days from now, uh, Sunday uh, of next weekend. So, uh, really good card. We've just broke down some of the fights that are on it. There's a great undercard of domestic talent and then a few international talents lining up on the main card as well. So, uh, yeah, have a listen. Enjoy. So we're, we're sitting down, we're having an old cup of tea, cup of coffee, and I'm here with Ushin, uh, Ushin McCabe, Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt. How's uh, Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt life? It's new enough, isn't it? Uh, very new. What are we, two new. months in? Yeah, just December. That's Lovely. it, uh, So enjoying it. Trying to build the body back up now for Black Belt competition later in the year. Uh, trying to fix a couple of niggling injuries and uh, just do a lot of strength and conditioning, basically. Yeah, that grading was brutal, wasn't it? Uh, fairly brutal, all right, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Good memories. I was glad I wasn't training that day because uh, I think it was the day after, what tournament was it? Um, the one where you have multiple matches. Oh, um, yeah, Grappling Industries. Yes, that's the one. I think I had eight matches the day before in the middle of a man flu. So uh, I came down to the grading that day and I just said it to Andy. I said, look, look I'm not going to get on the mat today. I'm dead. Like, well, thanks for I'm, passing on the opportunity to bash me. Uh, yeah, when, I, I, saw, when I saw what he put you guys through, I was, I was glad because it was like... It was 10 rounds of rolling as a warm-up and then it went on to like the, the, the Shark Tank rounds for all the guys who were getting promoted. And once that was over, they kind of left out yourself and uh, Ian Coughlin, who, was, uh, who also got his back belt. And they left you guys out just to take a little bit more extra punishment off everybody. So Someone said they left us out there to rot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, it was bang on. It was brutal. You both had to be peeled off the mat at the end. But um, if you can hear slurping in the background, that's the, my little dog, Gracie. She's pitter-pattering around the room and, and she's uh, guzzling her water there. So don't mind the sound effects in the back. What we're going to do today is we're going to break down the card for Grapple Kings 5, which takes place... That's, that's the dog coughing, if that's coming up on the sound, don't mind that. Um, if we're going we're gonna to break down the Grapple Kings 5 card, which takes place in Port Leash in just over a week. I think it's a week on Sunday. So we're at the moment, we're like... Uh, about nine days away, ten days away. Um, we're going to break down. It's a massive card. How many fights have we got in it? Uh, I think it's close to thirty. Jesus, yeah, yeah, it's it's full up. Um, I have actually never been to one of the Grapple Kings events. So I must make a point of getting down this time. I did get snowed out of it one time when I was driving down. We had to do a U-turn and come back because it was in the middle of a crazy blizzard and the traffic wasn't really moving. Was that the one that you were competing on? Yeah, that's the one I competed on. I remember we got stuck in the snow on the way back as well, but it was great crack. Well worth it. Yeah, because it was a Sunday and I remember we drove... We left my house and when you leave my house, the, the, the first um, petrol station you get to is about 10 minutes down the road. And I think it took us 40 minutes to get to that. 
And at that stage, look, me missus was kind of in the car going, look, I have to get up for work in the morning. If we drive down there and this gets worse, we're fucked. So she sort of talked me into doing a U-turn and going home. But uh, yeah, who were you fighting on that one? Uh, I was fighting um, uh, uh, Jarecki, if I remember correctly, from uh, Shannon Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Uh, it was our second match together. We'd had a gi match uh, about a year before, and then we did the no gi match uh, on that as well. It was a great fun. Right. Good match. It's just trading the uh, submission attempts. Was that the Ireland v Poland card? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, they did that. And then on the next one, they did Ireland v England. Am I right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, Yeah, there's been some cracking matches on it. So, um, it really has. Unbelievable show. I think the one that's coming up has a lot. It's, yeah, there's no sort of nation against nation kind of team this time. It's just a lot of just well-matched, high-level guys. We're going to, uh, yeah, we're going to look into the the undercard here and we're going to work our way through we, we start from the bottom here do we and then work our way up that way am i right sounds good we have a few notes and some of these guys neither of us know so we might have to gloss over a few fights <laughs> but a lot of them we'll sort of know a couple of the guys in these fights on the undercard we'll we'll, we'll talk a little bit a bit about these we've got a couple of kids matches there at the start am i right yep that's right yeah so i'm going to pronounce a couple of names and i'm probably going to do them wrong so i'll have a crack at this uh roman verhoeven and ruben doherty they both look very, very young, probably too young for me to know, so I don't really, uh, I haven't really come up against any of them in competition. They're a bit out of my age category, so um, you don't know either of the guys there? Yeah, I've seen little bits of footage on both lads, both very skilled, um, young competitors, so looking forward to see what they can do on the day. Yeah, it's cool to see some of the, the, the young guys getting a shot there. The second one, is that George Santos's youngest son? Yeah, the next two matches, Mateus and Alexander, uh, okay. are both George's sons. It's a real family affair for Grapple Kings 5, um, mm. with George doing the main event So as Mateus well. is up against Kieran Keishan. I'm looking at small print here, so it's hard to read. And then Alexander. Alexander. Alexander's competing at adult level, and he's up against Casper Plonka. So, um, yeah, some good. So, yeah, he's got the whole family down competing. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. And George, of course, is in the main event, so uh, that's going to be... Uh, a long day for him and a, and, a, and a tough day probably as well you know it's, it takes a lot out of you when you're cornering him but it's one of your family I suppose it's probably going to be a bit more emotional investment at least there's about 26 matches between his matches yeah. there so <laughs> he should, of should have time to get back in the zone he can go for a snooze then and we're moving on there we've got Ryan Scully v Mark Kearns next do we know either of the guys? Uh, I recognise Mark okay I've seen him on the scene a little bit um, so looking forward to that match that should be good Cool. Uh, next up, Derry Ginan and Martin Ward. Martin is an MMA fighter, am I right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know the name, but uh, not from within grappling circles. We got James Groom. Oh, God, I have one of these names I can't pronounce. James Groom versus Rokas Visokas. Yeah, pretty much bang on. I think that's Hazaria versus uh, SBG Balna. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, next up, Sam Meenan v. Dara Ward. Dara Ward's also an MMA fighter. I'm pretty sure Dara Ward is from uh, SBG Port Arlington. Um, oh, okay. Saw him recently at Blue Belt at a recent Gamma event. Looks very good. Yeah, we've got quite a few guys coming from the clubs that are around the Midlands as well. And obviously, March, March around the Midlands is a fucking phenomenal time to be a grappler because you've got this show. And at the end of the month, we've got the uh, Kieran Davern's running the Outliers event, which is also... Just, uh, it's got a crazy card in it. We're going to be breaking that down soon on a, the next episode of the podcast with Kieran. Um, next fight after that is, this is a good one, uh, Cahill Nash versus Evan Reed. Cahill Nash, is he one of the TR TRK guys? 
Um, Team Bernard Kilkenny, no? No, I think Cotler's actually um, up with Kieran Davern, as far as I know. In oh, okay. More. Uh, I think there's a, a few Nashes there. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a couple of guys in um, Team Bernard Kilkenny, as far as I know, as well. That's her name. So I'm kind of yeah, getting confused with them. He's up against Evan Reed, who's a really good blue belt. Evan's a featherweight. I've trained with him quite a few times when they come up. He's from uh, Team Rhino in Portlaoise. And they come, up to tra- they come up to train with us occasionally in um, Team Rhino headquarters in Dublin. And he's an absolute handful. He's on a tear competition-wise as well. He won two big competitions. That I think the weekend you got your black belt, he won Grappling Industries and then won his division the next day at Gamma. So oh, I think I was talking to him and he had the, maybe 15 matches over the weekend and yeah. <laughs> pretty much won nearly all of them. So um, he's, uh, he's a real handful. Uh, that'll be a match I'll be looking forward to. But uh, at that weight class, guys tend to be well able to move very well. Anyway, it's good, uh, good standard there for the blue belt divisions, as we do in the next matchup as well. Um, Kyle Redmond v Max Lally. Max Lally's a guy who's been on a fucking tear over the last while. Absolutely on a tear competition wise, really putting in awesome performances at that level. He's only sixteen, and he's an absolute handful. Do you know Max? Yeah, I've heard of Max for sure. Um, I know he's trained a bit with uh, the Danaher Death Squad boys over in uh, Hensel Gracie's in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, he won a recent super fight uh, on a grassroots show uh, with the lads from Satori. Um, and as you say, he's just been on an unbelievable tear. I know he's done a lot on the international scene as well. Uh, so he's definitely one of the hottest prospects in Irish grappling at the moment. I know Kyle Redman uh, is very highly touted as well. Um, I know he recently took silver in uh, Gamma, uh, but I know he has quite a few competition accolades to his name um, uh, previously. I think he's fighting out of Gracie Barra uh, in Ashburn or Carlo. I'm um, pretty sure it's Gracie Barra Carlo as far as I know. Okay. Um, but I've heard a lot of good things about him. Yeah, I kind of I know, I've, t- I've chatted to Kyle online a couple of times, but I don't really I haven't really seen much of him competing, yo. So this will be an interesting matchup. Max has been over quite a bit over in New York training. He's been. Um, He's been spending a couple of months at a time over there because he's in transition year um, at the moment and he's kind of getting his dad's his dad kind of um, uh, supports him a good bit and, and, and helps him get over there. Max works his balls off to earn a few quid to do it as well. So he was recently putting on seminars to earn a few quid to put towards the, the objective of going over there in the summer again, which is great to see. You know, he really looks at looks uh, looks to dedicate himself to his game. And I did train with him. I moved around with him a couple of times and it's not great it's like it's like walking into a bear trap every time you you take a step or a half step he has your your leg he switched to your other leg and yeah he's a dangerous guy i'm really looking forward to that matchup um speaking of dangerous uh guys as well gary rooney and ryan mangan in the next match that's an absolute cracker yeah. you know either of the guys here i know both lads really well gary's done a lot of uh competitions out in dcu over the last number of years when we were running the dcu uh submission league and the irish submission grappling league and uh that kid is a giant killer uh, i've seen him tap some big boys um very very impressive competitor um and always comes a million miles an hour as well um just a crazy pace uh, definitely one of my favorite guys to watch uh, on yeah. the Irish scene at the moment. Rolled with him last week. Only he popped into uh, Team Rhino for a session last week, and we we had, we had a great little roll. He's um, he's a little savage. The first couple of times I rolled with him a couple of years back, he was he was a lot younger as well. And I remember looking at him going, "This this kid's tiny. I'll just go easy on him." And fuck me, he just held me down and didn't let me back up. So uh, that really sort of yeah taught me not to kind of judge a book by its cover. And yeah, like you said, he's won. He's beaten some big guys in absolute divisions and tournaments over the last couple of years. He's a real handful. He's um, he, 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 I'm really looking forward to seeing that fight. 
Uh, Ryan, you know Ryan, do you? I know Ryan very well. Ryan Manga from Team Rhino Kilkenny. He's also, I believe, the head jiu-jitsu coach now down in uh, Team Rhino uh, Wexford as well uh, with Andrew Murphy. But uh, Ryan is an incredible grappler. Uh, again, from Team Rhino, he's definitely one of the uh, the rising stars on the grappling scene. Uh, purple belt now, as far as I know. Yeah, both um, guys are purple belts. Yeah, yeah high-level uh, purple belts. Super high-level, both of them. Um, I think Ryan is uh, sort of the quintessential uh, jits nerd. Um, he's all about jiu-jitsu. Um, and then obviously you have uh, Miles, who's on the card later on, and Mick. They look after the MMA side of things as well as the jiu-jitsu and Team Rhino Kilkenny. But uh, Ryan is 100% pure jiu-jitsu. Uh, and it reflects in his game as well. His guard is unbelievable, extremely flexible, insanely difficult to pass his guard. And uh, he's got a lot of neat tricks uh, that I'm sure he'll have ready for uh, Gary on the day. Mm, looks good. Looks good. Look a really good matchup. Um, after that, we got Marcel Wormuz v Matt Sutherland. Do you know either of those guys? Uh, no, Marcel. I trained with Marcel years ago. Um, he I know was he's... on the Grapple Kings event. That's the same one that you were on, I think, wasn't uh, he? I think he might have been, yeah. Uh, I know Mar- Ronald Drumgill, I think. That uh, been. Yep, that's right. Uh, I think Marcel, he represents TRN SPG Tullamore. Trains out there with Kieran as well. And does a bit of training as well with Team Rhino in Port Leash. But um, Marcel is a very strong grappler, uh, very strong top game, uh, great base, very difficult to move. I don't know Matt Sutherland now myself, um, but I can tell you from experience, Marcel is a handful. Okay, cool, cool. Um, oh, I've got to pronounce this one right. Katie Bachik, the Ola Jurek. Do we know either of the ladies? I've seen Ola compete before. Um, again, very strong, uh, very good top game. Um, she blew through her division in the Irish Mission Grappling League um, about a year ago. Uh, impressive grappler. I know she's out of uh, Hosaria as well in Nace. Uh, I haven't come across uh, Kate Basic um, yet, but um, if she's been matched with Ola, I'm sure she's quite high level. Right, okay, on we go. We've got two more fights on the undercard. So, uh, Dennis Frimpong v Tyrese Cunliffe. Tyrese comes over from the UK, am I right? Yeah, that's right. Um, he comes over with flying armbars, flying triangles, and flying anything from what I've seen of the video uh, footage on him. Uh, very exciting grappler. And uh, Dennis has been around the scene for a long time. Uh, Dennis Frimpong. Uh, George Santos, with, yeah. Yeah, now training with George Santos. Um, I know he's been competing a lot recently. I only saw him competing there uh, at Gamma, or not at Gamma, at um, um, what was on a DCU just recently? Grappling Industries? No, Emerald Cup. There oh, we go. there we go, um, last week, yeah. Yeah, last week he was competing at the Emerald and Cup. And he won it, am I right? Uh, I think he took silver, as right. far as I know. Uh, I'm fairly sure one of the East Coast guys got him in the final. I just caught some glimpses of clips he put on yeah. to his Instagram when I was watching. I was having um, a little look during the week. Yeah, but Dennis is a, a very tough competitor. I know he was very impressed with Samurai Grappling recently as well. Yes, I refereed uh, a couple of his matches on that, and I was well impressed because I think he was up against the likes of Max Lally and guys like that in that adult blue division. So yeah. it was... Uh, he was well able to handle himself against some of those guys. Yeah, most definitely. So looking forward to that match. That should be very uh, very exciting, very high pace. Mm, absolutely. Uh, one more on the undercard then is ooh, two big strong boys, Jack Armstrong and Colin Marr. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Jack Armstrong, the name doesn't, uh, um, doesn't lead you astray. Uh, very physically strong competitor. Um, very skilled. Uh, he's been starting to play around the leg lock game as well over the last while recently from what I've seen in his competition footage. So... Be interested to see how he gets on, but he's both uh, really good purple belts, yeah. Very good, yeah. I mean, he's got his hands full with Colin. I know Colin was a, a bit of a, a dark horse, and uh, when he won the, I was a battle of the battle of the Boyne. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was uh, just trying to rack my brain there and think what tournament was it I saw him win. Beat some and very high level guys. At there that. were some guys in there, big names, and he just kind of came out of nowhere and, and won the whole thing, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's an absolute tank. That's going to be a really good matchup. Um, yes, yeah, so it's, it's a decent size undercard as well. It's probably going to be a long L evening of grappling. It's only halfway through the card there. 
Um, we're moving on to the main card now, and we got some uh, some really big names on this one. So first off, at the bottom of the main card, we have again two really good level purple belts. We've got David O'Neill from Team Rhino versus Martin McLenahan from what's what's Martin with again? I know Martin. Uh, Martin McLenahan. I'm not 100 sure. It's up uh, somewhere up north, as far as I know. Or am I mixing him up with somebody else? No, I think you're right. He is from up north, yes. for sure. But uh, I can't remember off the top of my head what team it is now, to yeah, be honest. I've refereed him in a few matches. And uh, he, again, he was on the Samurai event. and very good. But um, David O'Neill, actually. David O'Neill is coming up against Max Lally on uh, Outliers, the other event that's happening in March. That's ha that's going to be an absolute cracker of a match as well. Mm, it's going to be unbelievable. Looking forward to that show also. But uh, David, I know very well. Um, I've trained with and competed against David. A uh, great guy. But um, he is an absolute highlight reel. Uh, I don't think anyone else has uh, got as many shout-outs on BJJ Scout or uh, as many Instagram uh, videos go viral as David uh, from the Irish scene. His baseball bat choke uh, is absolutely world-class, gi and no gi. Um, so he's dangerous everywhere. I've seen him hit it from standing. I've seen him hit it in guard passes. He just sets it up from everywhere. Um, he also has a great flying arm bar. Uh, he's one of those guys that's only looking for the submission. He's 100% a submission hunter, um, super aggressive game and incredible to watch. Um, so there's no, there's no uh, surprise that almost every single grappling card in Ireland tries to get him on. Uh, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he really goes for the kill. Um, I remember being up in his gym when I was teaching a class up there. What we, we were up there for the weekend and we kind of try, uh, we visited a couple of gyms around the area and I was teaching in his place. And everyone, everyone in the gym was trying to baseball bat choke. Yeah. So uh, you sort of, uh, yeah, they, they, they didn't, uh, the apples don't fall too far from the tree up there, you know? I can imagine what the beginner's program is like up there. It must be day one baseball bat choke, yeah, day exactly, two flying yeah. armbar. Pretty much, like it was, uh, it was crazy. Uh, next up after that, we have uh, Conrad Ivanowski and Wilson Da Silva. Good be, purple belt matchup again. Yeah, I trained with Conrad for, uh, for quite a few years. Um, mm. He was with Team Rhino for a long time. Um, very, MMA fighter, of very, yeah, very uh, strong player. Um, pro MMA fighter as well. Uh, he's doing well in his uh, MMA career. But uh, he was a Team KF now. Um, extremely strong grappler. Um, very good Camorras um, and shoulder lock attacks, if I remember correctly. Um, and I've seen a bit of Wilson da Silva as well. Again, good purple belt. Um, I've seen he's him compete. Yeah. yeah, I've seen him compete a lot in the gi. Haven't seen him too much in no gi. Um, so I'll be interested to see how he gets on. Yeah, phenomenal athlete. He's um, he's a big capoeira guy. Have you seen him move around doing some capoeira? I haven't. I haven't. I try not to watch the capoeira guys because just get jealous of their athleticism. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, you know, his mate Galera. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know Galera. Himself and Galera are great for uh, celebrating a gold medal with a little capoeira uh, moving around movement and. Uh, the Irish Open when Galera won the absolute, he uh, he smashed me on on route to winning the absolute, and uh, the two boys threw out some nice shapes to celebrate at the end. And Wilson can definitely fucking move, you know. Oh, the next time I take a gold medal, I'm gonna try and do some white belt capoeira yeah, to celebrate yeah, as well. Why not? Yeah, so if we can make that go viral. Might as well get on board, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, big boys now in the next matchup, both heavyweight MMA fighters. So we have Kean Erot and Ryan Spillan. Ryan Spillan from SPG Cork. Kean is is the SPG HQ. So there's actually a change on this fight. Um, so okay. Ben Forsyth has stepped in instead of Keen. I believe Keen is oh, out okay. injured, unfortunately. Not a big um, boy. Yeah, yeah, uh, all big boys. But um, it's paid to lose Keen. I know Keen has been around a long time. Uh, mm. Used to train at SPG City Centre. That's right. Uh, I did yeah, some yeah. training with him there back in the day. Um, but uh, funnily enough, the same I suppose applies to Ben Forsyth. Very good pro MMA fighter. Um, mm. An amateur, I believe, he's retired from MMA now. Right. Um, as far as I know. Um, and hasn't really been around the scene uh, that I've seen all that much in the last while so it's good to see him back um, a good grappler good top player especially 
Um, so looking forward to see how he gets on. Obviously, Ryan Spillane is uh, IMAF World and European Champion, wow. uh, as far as I know. So pretty much as credentialed as you can get in the amateur MMA world uh, out of SVG Cork. Um, same, good grappler. Um, great guy and great attitude. Um, I remember seeing him getting caught with something years ago uh, by, I believe it was Rory McCann uh, from 10 Planet Carlo. And immediately standing up and his first words were, what was that? Uh, and they went off to the side of the mat and started going through the technique together. So a uh, very likable guy and a very good grappler. So looking forward to see how that goes. Lovely, yeah, yeah. Good to see a couple of big boys out there as well. We want to sort of, you want to be um, making sure that that stage is reinforced. Uh, after that, we're moving on. I think these boys, guys, boys are both uh, brown belts. We got Tyrone Quinn and Clayton Rodriguez. Clayton is training with um, Andre Ramos, Ramos in yep. the city centre here in Dublin. Tyrone has his own club now, I believe. Yeah, where where bits of the book guys based again? Um, I think Tyrone he was SPG Mullingar, but I think they've recently changed they've to changed. Lakelands Jiu Jitsu. Yes, yeah, um, met a couple of guys that trained there. They were down visiting us recently for yeah. one of the Masters Open mats in Team Rhino. Nice guys. Um, yeah, that's gonna be a good match because both guys again have been around quite a while, haven't they? And they're they're both fairly high level. Absolutely, I'm pretty sure Tyrone is a purple belt as far as I know. Right. Um, still, so I think it's a purple belt versus brown belt matchup. Mm. But uh, Tyrone has been around for a long time. And uh, well, I think Tyrone has a bit of an MMA history. I know he's always been known as been a pretty gifted grappler, um, even within the MMA game. So uh, looking forward to see how that goes. Absolutely, absolutely. Next up is a, a Hondinger as well. Michal Neary, one of our teammates in Team Rhino versus Gabriel Karamori. Is this brown belt v black belt? Uh, it is. Uh, Gabriel, I believe, recently got his black belt um, along with, uh, I think, five or six other guys from uh, George Santos. Um, this is going to be an absolute cracker. I cannot wait for this match. This I is definitely. Think I might have rolled with Gabrielle recently, actually, because the week my kid was born, I popped into to George Santos's um, on the Saturday when my missus was still in the hospital and her sisters were all in visiting. I managed to sneak out and 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 pop out for an hour, and uh, Antonio from um, from George Santos was, was texting me to come down and roll. So I managed to just get a bit of a break from from the maternity hospital, and I think I rolled with Gabrielle down there. And, that's uh, what you want from your jiu-jitsu podcast you know the reason this is called breaking grips you yeah. know, when, when someone is leaving the bedside of their newborn baby to go and uh, get an open uh, mat look, in you, you can't that's be what we're looking for no matter what the circumstances you know <laughs> but uh, me, me holds um me holds actually on a quite a few uh, shows now over the next while and he's really kind of dived back into competing after having a few years sort of away from the competition side of things, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, he was committed, I believe, with the Army. Um, uh, so I believe his time was kind of taken up with that. But uh, I think within Team Rhino, I know like, most people consider uh, Michal to be one of the most gifted guys that's ever come out of the team. Um, he's uh, recently been training with the Danaher Death Squad as well over in New York. Um, I trained with him recently, only a couple of weeks ago. We were going through leg lock stuff, uh, and his understanding of it is really taking a step up. Uh, he's a fantastic grappler, super talent. So Gabriel uh, definitely has his hands full here. I'm really looking forward to this match. And I know Gabriel's had a lot of success uh, on the competition scene. Mm. Um, so I think it's going to be a really, really interesting matchup. Both uh, of them were very recently promoted, am I right? Yes, uh, Michael got his uh, brown belt, uh, I think December 8th. I think it was the same day I got my black. That's right. Um, I think Gabriel was just a little bit before that. I think he received the black belt literally a couple of days, if not maybe even a day. Yeah. Um, so... That's going to be a fantastic matchup. What I'm interested to see is um, I've not seen too many um, leg attacks or, or leg lock um, uh, techniques from Gabriel in the past. So I'm interested to see if Michael can implement that game uh, mm. in this match. Um, he's been playing a lot of inside Sengaku, a lot of outside Ashi. Mm. Uh, and what's interesting about his game now is that it's the transitions between the two 
but also his ability to retain the positions. So the standard escapes that people will use with the leg locks. Uh, Michael has a lot of really interesting techniques that are sh that's shutting that down at the moment. So interesting to see him bring that to the competition scene. Lovely. Okay, cracking matchup. The next one I think has a change. We've got Mick Brennan from Team Rhino Kilkenny, who's a sometimes training partner of ours. And he is a new opponent, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. he's facing off against Roy O'Brien, who I'm pretty sure is a brown belt out of Samson. Yes, uh, I've fought I against Roy a couple of times. Um, I competed, uh, you know, when was it? This it's Early on this year, I think I competed against him in the gi and he absolutely tore through me and he won the division. Um, he's a real handful. He's a replacement for Neil Atkins, who I think is a black belt, who was lined up to come up against Mick, but I think it's Mick against Roy now, so that's that's a really good matchup. I think both guys are, are fairly well matched here, having you know, come up against both of them, trained a lot with Mick and then competed against Roy, so yeah, a really good matchup. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, I've not seen too much of Roy. Uh, I know Mick well, uh, very solid grappler. I know he's been competing a lot more on the international scene. Um, uh, he's travelled recently um, to some big IBJJF competitions at Brown Belt, so looking forward to see how that goes. Oh, lovely. Next matchup, uh, uh, another one of our old teammates, uh, Kieran Brohan, uh, T45 Jiu Jitsu down in Cork. He's uh, they're an affiliate of our team, Rhino Squad, and he's up against uh, an English black belt, I think, uh, Kevin Corkill. So that'll be a cracking matchup. Both guys are kind of uh, leg lock guys, from what I know. Uh, yeah, I think both have that in their game for sure. Am I right in saying that Kevin uh, Corko fought Paddy on uh, Paddy Hulhan? Yes, uh, yeah, that's right. That's on I mean. one of the was it Grapple Kings as well, as far yeah, as I know. Yeah, it was yeah the last I one. It was yeah, a title Main match. event. What was interesting about that match, I remember watching it, was that Kevin was very passive. Um, he was kind of waiting for Paddy to engage in the guard, and uh, I, you know, basically, it, it never happened for him. It was him. a dud of a match, from yeah. what I remember watching. It was it was very cat and mouse, and. Yeah. Yeah, but it was it, not a lot happened. It'll be interesting to see if he comes out with a similar game plan now again because he did get punished, I suppose, in a way for that um, mm. against Paddy. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if he comes out a little bit more aggressive. But to be fair, I don't think he's going to have to look very far to find Kieran. Um, Kieran's got one of the most cutthroat games uh, that I've seen in Irish Jiu Jitsu. I have a, a list of notes in front of me, and without a shadow of a doubt, Kieran has the most amount of notes uh, that I've added, mostly because he puts it all out there. He competes all the time. He, um, he must be one of the most prolific competitors in Ireland at the moment, if not the most prolific. Um, and uh, he's more than happy to talk about his game with anyone that will listen. Lovely guy, but. His guillotine game is fantastic. Um, he's got a whole guillotine sequence. I know he likes to uh, emulate a little bit of um, uh, Kino Cornelius's co-podcaster, um, whose name is escaping me now at the moment. Oh, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Um, he's still in Atos. Yes. What's yeah. his name? Ah. Uh, oh, uh, Hinger. Yes, there you go. Josh, uh, Josh Hinger, yeah. yeah. So I know Kieran is a big fan of Josh Hinger's entire system for uh, guillotine attacks. Uh, I know from personal experience uh, from Benindum that uh, he's very, very sharp at that. Mm. His back attack, his back attacks are fantastic, um, and his leg lock game I think is really, really. Uh, I wouldn't say underrated. Um, I just think it's a it's a little bit of a sleeper. I think Kieran's leg lock game. People don't really realize how tight he is um, with those sequences. So uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that match plays out. I uh, love watching watching Kieran compete, and um, if Kevin Corkerell is known for his leg locks, that should be yeah. absolute fireworks. They could be both. Right? It could be a race to the feet, you know. Mm. Uh, cracking matchup, really good. Uh, both guys are featherweights as well, I think. Yeah. So the uh, on to the next one. I'm gonna let you pronounce this one here. Uh, Fuck's sake, Hopefully. small print as well. I got to read it. Christian Helgi Haflidason. That that was all right. Sounds I think that good. was right. Haflidason. Uh, He's up against Jean Maltese, who is uh, based here in Dublin in Royal Grappling Academy. Uh, I refereed a couple of matches of Jean's uh, at uh, the recent Samurai Grappling event, and I got to roll him around Christmas time as well. 
and what a nice guy and for a big motherfucker jesus christ he moves like a small motherfucker he's excellent have you have you tra- trained with him or seen him compete with him yeah i've seen john compete um quite a bit uh best was... socks in irish jiu-jitsu what i can see on well there's media. a there's a bit of a battle going on as far as i know with that <laughs> I don't, I, we shouldn't uh we shouldn't give anyone the title for that at the moment we'll get ourselves in trouble but um there's definitely a bit of a uh, a bit of a social media battle. He's in the rankings the anyway. <laughs> I think, I think um, uh, Richie from East Coast uh, is definitely in the running for that as well. But uh, yeah, John Luca's game is amazing. And I, as far as I know, John Luca, given his level, has not been training for a long time at all. Right. Um, uh, his progression has been fantastic. I remember seeing him a couple of years um, at a competition in DCU. And uh, like he was very impressive then, um, but was impressive insofar as like a, a good. Um, a good blue belt with holes in his game would be, but loads of those holes are now shored mm. up. Purple uh, belt now, isn't he? Purple belt now, yeah. yeah. Um, he had a quick rise to purple belt, and that's well deserved. Watching his game uh, develop has been uh, very, very impressive. Um, I got to train a little bit with him. Uh, I think it was at one of the, it was either at a seminar or potentially at one of the old twelve rolls of Christmas. Yeah, um, that's events that's what I, the I rolled with back then, and it was great because like a lot of times you roll with guys who are much bigger than you and. Yeah. They implement. They use that against you. Whereas he was more interested in just let, let's do some crazy shit. So we were uh, we were going after each other's legs and feet and just throwing each other around the mat. It was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Bit yeah. of crack. All good natured, you know. Nice guy, and uh, his game is really really impressive. So that should be a great match. I I think Christian. I'm assuming is coming out of uh, Gunnar Nelson's gym, uh, over in Iceland. Um, yes. I imagine he was traveling over with uh, Halford. Haldor. Uh, Haldor, sorry. Who's now off the card, which yes. is breaking my heart. We'll get to, we'll get to that uh, yeah. in a minute, I'd say. But, and speaking uh, of Haldor, uh, Jean Maltese actually had a great... I think we came up against him at that Samurai event and had a really good performance. Came out on the wrong end of a decision, but looked looked excellent, looked really good. So that's uh, that's that's where he kind of first to kind of first really got to, got, got to see him perform. Yeah, so looking forward to that match. It'd be interesting to see what Christian has. I've not seen him compete before. Um, but obviously coming out of Gunnar Nelson's camp, uh, you know, Gunnar is a freak grappler, a yeah. uh, freak talent, and uh, seems to be producing um, quite a lot of other uh, Iceland uh, or Icelandic uh, athletes to go along with him. Um, the rise of that gym and the grappling scene has been pretty drastic over the last couple of years, so looking forward to that. Happy days. Uh, ah, a couple of big boys next. Ash Amos v. Richie Crosdale. Both black belts, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah both absolutely. are black belts now. Richie's, Richie's a black belt now over the last few months. And yeah, he's up against Ash Amos. That's uh, that's an excellent matchup again. Richie's a guy who just a uh, lovely guy. He competes all the time. Has broken in the black belt recently enough as well. He competed at uh, where were we? We were in Nuri at the Northern Ireland BJJ Championships, and I think he was telling me that was his first black belt matchup. So it was good to to break that in. He won his he won his uh, his final there. So um, that should be a cracker of a match. I think Ash Amos does he have a judo background? Yeah, I think so. Ash does. And I know he competed recently against Marius, uh, who was further up the card as well. Yes, yes, uh, yes. As far as I know, I think Marius... Uh, and he's a Polaris him. veteran. Uh, yeah, so he's definitely been around. Uh, he's competed on some big shows. So uh, be interested to see how Richie gets on there. You know, really Richie, good test for Richie, yeah. Yeah, very very much so. Richie, I know, has been around the scene for a long time. Very respected um, as a competitor. He's, a, he's fantastic. So looking forward to see how he gets on uh, against Ash with that level of experience. Yeah, the, the level on this card is amazing. Uh, the next match is a cracker too. A couple of really uh, good brown belts. Experienced guys, Miles Price v. Gary Mannion. Let's have a chat about that. Oh, it's a bit of BJJ Revolution v. BJJ Revolution action here. Uh, I know Gary's out in Point Blank um, out with Tim Murphy. And uh, Miles, obviously head coach, uh, along with Mick Brennan in uh, Team Rhino Kilkenny. 
Miles has been training a lot over the last year or so uh, with the lads in American Kickboxing Academy, uh, mm. training with um, Khabib. Uh, he's one of Khabib's main sparring partners when he's over there. Um, and training with the, all the pros um, under the watchful eyes of, of Daniel Cormier. So uh, Miles's wrestling has just reached an entirely different level. Um, I've seen him train. It's very, very impressive to watch. Uh, and it shows in his MMA fights as well. Um, very solid grappler. Uh, I know his his old moniker of magic uh, is well deserved. I think the very first time I saw Miles compete, um, he did sort of a uh, a uh, Anthony Pettis style run off a cage to take someone's back. Lovely. Um, I think that was back in uh, in Tala. Uh, so directly into a back take off a cage and immediately finished with a rear naked choke. I remember the whole crowd was silent because they couldn't believe what they'd seen. So uh, Miles has always had uh, a very interesting, very flamboyant style of grappling. Um, so I can't wait to see that match. I know Gary is super solid. I competed against Gary myself, I think back in 2016, if I remember. Mm. Uh, and he has been on the competition trail nonstop since. Uh, he's one of the main guys at a point blank. Um, very solid competitor, uh, very tight game. Uh, Gary's style is interesting uh, in that it's quite an opposite uh, style to Miles. Uh, where I think Gary's going to be very tight, very heavy, um, very good positional game. Uh, I think Miles will probably try and open up a little bit more with some mission attempts. So it'll be interesting to see how that matches up. Yeah, absolute cracker of a matchup. Um, next up, we got Keith, uh, the Butcher McCabe, against Chris Walsh. Do you know Chris Walsh? Uh, I've definitely uh, seen a good bit of Chris Walsh uh, compete. And I think, again, Chris is one of those guys that's getting around the, uh, the Ireland and UK scene on different shows. Um, Black Belt as well, as far as I know. Uh, impressive competitor uh, and again I think he's more of a I suppose an MMA style very tight uh, very positional based game um, I haven't seen him play much in the way of leg locks he seems to be mostly an upper body based grappler okay. uh, which is interesting because the matchup we know uh, mm. versus the butcher mm. uh, the butcher he likes his heels he knows he, he knows is, a little bit of it, a little thing or two about a heel hook didn't he, he is partial to an old heel hook um to say the least and yeah i tried I, to footlock him recently and he <laughs> he, he kind of just uh yeah he returned the favor and i'm still feeling it like, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh yeah i mean keith has been on the leg lock game i think probably a bit longer than most people in ireland uh he fell in love with that years ago um, and it shows if you roll with him his leg lock game is fantastic but the trick with Keith is that his submission game overall is super strong so if you're worried about the legs he'll rip your shoulder off mm. uh, I know his, uh, his outing Grapple Kings on the show that I competed on um, he almost tore some poor lad's shoulder apart uh, with a Kimura yeah. um, very very uh, strong grappler I don't remember who that was the, I can't remember um, I remember seeing it but uh, I don't remember who he came up against no I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head he's an absolute animal yeah uh, that's the best way to describe Keith uh, he's just a, an animal a warrior he's a type of guy that will come for you with submissions over and over and over again he'll attack attack he strings submission attempts together um, very difficult to grapple in a competitive sense because he's just constantly attacking. He's always on offense. Um, he's a great competitor, uh, very solid MMA fighter. So looking forward to see uh, that match as well. Lovely. Um, oh, this next matchup has fallen apart and I'm fucking heartbroken over it. Uh, Marius Domasat versus Haldor Logie. And I believe that one was for the belt as well. That was, uh, yeah. Heavyweight belt or a 100 kilo belt possibly. Yeah. So, uh, I'm devastated because it's just the, the day we're the day we're sitting down here recording. It's just popped up on social media in the last couple of hours that Haldor has pulled out and Marius is without an opponent. They're they're on the lookout for a replacement at the moment. So I'm looking further down the card there, and the likes of Richie Crossdale and Ash Amos would be guys 
that I would, you know, I would be looking at that maybe they, if they weren't already matched, they would be guys that would would step in and, and compete against Marius. Um, another one that popped into my head was big Jamie Hughes, but then I also saw today that Jamie Hughes was supposed to fight Marius on Grapplefest, and that match has also fallen through, so I think Jamie must be uh, injured or something, I don't know what the crack is, so none of those guys are available to come up against him, I wonder who they will get in there, you know, it's, it's hard to know. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, I do think there's something to be said for maybe uh, pushing Richie Crosdale up into that slot. Uh, I know Ash uh, Amos recently competed against Marius on a grapple fest show, mm. um, if I have that correct, and uh, I believe Marius won by by heel hook. So um, potentially you could have the Ash Amos uh, rematch as well uh, if he wanted for the title. Um, but yeah, I mean it's tough to think of anyone yeah. else that would be available. Yeah, um, the big boys the there like Marius is uh, is legit as they fucking come, and he's like he's like myself. He's old like me, and uh, he's still competing with the best no matter what age, you know. And yeah. uh, he's got a very very dangerous leg lock game. He does very 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 um favored towards the outside heel hook. Um, that's what I found interesting about watching Marius is that he mm. tends to finish a huge amount of outside heel hooks in competition, uh, where the trend has kind of gone to the inside heel hook in the last couple of years. He's stuck with it and he's getting the taps, so <laughs> can't argue with it. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, really. Hopefully he gets a match. Hopefully, fingers crossed, it be great to see him compete on there. Um, we're on to the co-main event. We've got our last two fights now. So the co-main event, uh, ladies matchup, cracking matchup. We got Priscilla Batista, who's a very active brown belt competitor, and Rosa Walsh. Uh, Rosa's purple belt at the moment. Uh, yeah, I believe yeah, so. Priscilla's I mean, out of uh, Phantom, isn't she? Yes, yeah, yeah. And she's, um, I, don't know, I know Priscilla well. She's a, she's a absolutely legit competitor. She's uh She's constantly um, in action and, and works hard at her game. Uh, Rosa is the same. Rosa just kind of competes at every given opportunity and uh, has won a whole lot of bling in her time as a competitor. So uh, it's great to see them in, 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 in the main event slot because I think that match is going to be excellent. They've definitely come up against each other before. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen Priscilla come out on top in that matchup, but... Uh, yeah, a really good test for both. What, what, what do you make of that one? Uh, Priscilla came out on top. That one must be one of uh, Rosa's only loss mm. uh, losses because I've Not many very rarely seen Rosa, Rosa uh, lose a match. Um, her win percentage must be off the charts. Uh, she's an extremely impressive competitor uh, at a Team FM, Felipe Martins, uh, down in Cork, I believe. Mm. But um, yeah, i looking forward to that match. Uh, Priscilla is, I'd say, probably has a strength edge. Uh, in this from what I know um, I think Rose has probably got a bit more flexibility a bit more speed uh, so it's kind of an interesting matchup in that regard uh, between the two uh, from what I've seen in Priscilla's game very very tight positional game Yes, uh, yeah. very strong she gives no space um, uh, super competitor uh, and with Rosa I think she has a bit of both um, I think Rosa can turn on the speed when she needs to um, but I think her fundamentals uh, and her technique is sensational so uh, that should be good yeah, yeah, excellent matchup. And then the main event, and it's going to be a, a, probably a long night, but lot, lot, lots of great fights on the card here. The main event, black belt, uh, main event. The boys are wearing gis here in the picture on the on the the, the ad, so uh, I'm going to assume it's a gi match. Um, I haven't seen actually, I haven't seen George Santos compete in a lot of no gi anyway, so therefore I would presume it's a gi match. And he's up against Wagner Lu. Ooh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Luvazuti, okay, it could be right, could be wrong. Look, Wagner, we just say Wagner. He's up against Wagner. So, um, do you know much about Wagner? Uh, I'm not too much actually. I know he's based either in Waterford or Wexford. I think he might be in Wexford okay. as well. So now, um, so I've seen uh, quite a few of his competitors at the white belt level starting to come up um, through the ranks in different competitions. Um, he's got some strong competitors there. I've seen him go compete a little bit. I believe he competed against Roger Dardis 
um, possibly against George before in the Irish Open or I the, think sorry, the so, yeah, Irish yeah. Nationals, the IBJJF Irish Nationals. That ring, that's right, IBJJ. Um, so um, George came out on top. I'm pretty sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think George has won that um, at least first match between them. So this is a bit of a rematch. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, again, George is one of the most active competitors uh, in Ireland at the moment as well. Um, he's been a black belt for a long time. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, it shows in his performances. Um, his results as well. He's been yeah. winning. He's been he's been coming out on top a lot. Yeah. What I'd say about George is, I mean, when you watch him compete, um, you're watching someone who is a, a seasoned, experienced competitor. Uh, everything from he knows when to have a look at the scoreboard. Um, he knows when to have a look at the time. Yeah. Um, you'll see the head pop up way more than you will a lot of other competitors and there may be two in the moment um, George knows when to use his energy he knows when to explode mm. uh, knows when to look when he needs to look for the finish as well um, so he's a, definitely a tough ask um, uh, for Wagner but it uh, should be a great match yeah and he always brings a good crew down in support as well um, especially his, with his two sons on the card as yeah, well yeah absolutely I'd imagine the whole the whole squad will be down there the whole team from his gym um, he's, got a, he's got a big crew in that gym as well uh, he's his finish on the Samurai event recently, uh, the black belt he was up against, uh, Marcos Nardini, I think was the guy's name. Yeah. And uh, I was refereeing it, and holy shit, it was uh, it was a phenomenal finish, a lovely knee bar finish, great entry, great finish. Yeah. So he's a dangerous customer, isn't he? Absolutely, but that's kind of George's uh, trademark, mm. um, is that knee bar. Yeah. Uh, you've seen it pop up time and time again um, in different competitions. Uh, he gets to it from everywhere. Um, seems to love getting to it from the half guard and uh, sometimes uh, transitioning off the close guard bottom as well. Um, so Wagner's going to have to look out for that. Um, it's a very tight entry that he has. He's caught it on some very high level competitors. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Awesome. All right. So that's the whole card wrapped up. Looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be badass. What do we got? We got yeah nine or ten days from from the day when we're recording here. Nine or ten days till. Uh, to kick off it is on in the Dunamash Art Centre in Port Leash Sunday March the 8th probably kicks off mid to late afternoon I'm going to assume something like 4 or 5 o'clock usually the guys yeah. get, their, get their show underway don't they so it runs right. into the evening yeah yeah. so um, fingers crossed they get that, that, that heavyweight title match uh, that Marius Domsak gets a uh, gets a replacement because the, the, the card is uh, is outstanding and that's definitely one of the highlights on there so really looking forward to it going to record another podcast now over the next week or two once we get the final card in for BJJ Outliers which is taking place um, down near Tullamore um, in the towards the end of that of, of March rather than at the start so there's a great lineup there as well lots of um, international names lots of great domestic names too so it's a great time to be alive if you're a grappler down there or a grappling fan down in the Midlands. Uh, going to sit down with the the promoter of that event, Kieran Davern, and we're going to we're going to talk about some of the fights on that card. So, um, right until next time, Ush, fair play. You're an absolute legend. Thanks for coming in and talking shit about jiu-jitsu for a little while with me. Thanks for having me, Brana. No worries. Okay, take it easy, guys.